good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is that you're hearing my voice. My name is Josh Linen. Welcome to another edition of the Apple Tech Facts. I'm joined with me as always, Mr. Seth Cruz. How you doing today, sir? Hey, man. Doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, not too shabby. I'm coming off of a long day of lots and lots of walking yesterday, so both of my legs feel like they are 100 pounds each. And my back is not uh, liking me too much today either. So, but I'm okay. You know, I can't complain. Uh, you guys know we don't like to waste a lot of time. So I'll get right into it. Seth, what's new with you, man? Yeah. So um, I got into an accident, and I mentioned that on our uh, on last week's episode. But I was able to get approved I guess you would call it they agreed that it was the other person's fault so they're gonna take care of everything but I went in to get an estimate on what it would cost to fix the fender bender and the they came back with an estimate and then they said oh and by the way if you drop it off on the 15th we're gonna need to keep it for about three weeks oh wow was pretty (laughs) yeah that was pretty exciting so I will have to look for a rental and of course they would cover that as well but it's going to mean three weeks of not ubering and that i actually enjoy that it's kind of a a way for me to decompress and and so forth so anyway i'll have to find some things around the house to keep me busy that's fine but it's definitely a change the other thing I was actually looking at was the fact that when I was in the accident and Apple announced that you could, you know, have it extend to from three up to eight seconds to recognize and call, like what you were talking about last week, where if you press and hold on the button, it'll call 911, right? Yep. And... They also announced that they had been doing a lot of studies on sensing when you were in an accident and then calling 911. So they got pretty good at this, I guess. But they haven't gotten it to the point where they want to give it to everybody to where if you're in an accident, your phone just knows you are in an accident and calls 911 for you. So when I was in the accident, somebody said, so, you know, did your watch say oh hey it looks like you were in an accident no and i got absolutely nothing uh, in my phone or my watch that said i was in an accident i just had to you know call and have the authorities come out to do their little thing so those were things that i actually thought you know this is an area that would be pretty handy and also it, it it was interesting to me the the fact that there were a lot of things that you know taking pictures exchanging information the different things that you just don't think about that everybody asked for after the fact mm-hmm. so it almost seems like uh, this is not something that i think i would want in a separate app that i have to think about and download but it feels like a perfect item for the phone to recognize hey you might have been in an accident so if you were and you say yes that first of all are you okay call 911 whatever but after the fact 
to collect while information is still fresh in your head you know pictures what happened do you have dash cam footage right just all sorts of things that could be collected and stored in a way that might be accessible to other people um, that need to see it maybe an insurance company or whatever right you know, your your medical information from the accident which hospital you went to things of that nature so anyway i thought that would be nice to have yep they are so. definitely working on that that kind of seems like the next step in carplay os and so or you know it'll obviously be you know a couple of steps with what you were describing but you you know i've said it you know previously that you know voice is the new frontier so right. it's the new thing so obviously you know things like onstar are not new but that's where carplay needs to get to it absolutely is that would be a perfect fit in carplay so that was probably the thing that hit me the most was the three weeks of no driving but there's plenty of things like hanging christmas lights around the house and all sorts of things yep. that i'm sure i will find myself doing in these three weeks of downtime Come yep on. well you're you i have some good news for you seth on that <laughs> uh, that? so next week's game is actually a bye week so oh, no know. game there and no. then the following week is an away game at Wisconsin. Right. So no. you got a couple of weeks there, and then we have Thanksgiving. You know, we always play the day after Thanksgiving. So you have right. some time there. And it's not going to be as impactful as it normally would be, I wouldn't think. But, yeah, well, it's definitely that time. Especially since we're not winning. <laughs> yeah, anyway, what's not. new with you, man? Oh, uh, the only thing I got from last week is in, I – my stepdaughter and I went to uh, the Husker game this last weekend. Um, one of my wife's friends, actually, or uh, acquaintances, um, associates, whatever you want to call them, actually had tickets to the game that they were giving away, and uh, they gave them to us. So we ended up, my stepdaughter and I ended up going, and that was my first football game in probably 10 years since, you know, Candace and I started dating. You know, that was her and I went to a football game, but I hadn't been one to since. Uh, it was it was it was a great day you know yesterday i spent a lot of time you know with her some one-on-one time that i normally wouldn't get and never i i guess made an effort to get not thinking that that's something that she would want to do but Uh you know she you know she did and we had a fantastic time and i i enjoyed myself and i think you know she did too fantastic yeah uh, kind of a different show for you guys today. Don't really have a whole lot of quick news for you guys, but did want to couple talk about a couple of things that have came up in the news cycle here in the last couple of weeks or week. And f- first being that you may have seen that Facebook is now branding themselves as Meta or short for uh, meta which is actually short for like the metaverse you know i mark zuckerberg has been very vocal about his ambitions in augmented reality and virtual reality which is kind of the next frontier i talked about voice being the next frontier well that is here virtual reality is the next frontier i know we've had it since you know since the 90s 
on the scale that meta is talking about here is way beyond that judging from the video that i saw of their whole entire like it was like a whole entire like community room of just virtual reality where you're sitting around hanging out with friends that's the next thing now timing is everything and i i say this because facebook has been under a ton of scrutiny lately in the last you know probably year or two to be honest with uh ignores ignoring your privacy the privacy laws and being overly friendly we'll say to third parties with your information and then on top of that you have a what employees are describing as a very toxic work environment which you know in recent memory in the last couple of years they're not even the only ones google has done the same thing where they've had issues with privacy or they don't care about it and they've also had toxic work environments what are what are your kind of thoughts you know given those things seth well i definitely don't like the name meta i think it's a terrible name and i think they got a lot of flack in the press for their timing beings that there was a lot of um, what there were there were just a lot of different announcements from people leaking information about how they targeted teenagers and how they would up rank angry emojis and <laughs> different things as having social uh, whatever you want to call it they, from a social perspective it would cause that article that you thumbs down and put an angry face next to as being something that other people should look at <laughs> and uh, that that really put a, a negative focus on them as a company and so announcing that they're changing their name to some people really seemed like maybe they were trying to draw attention away from the negative press onto something else and I even heard I don't know if it was Stephen Colbert or somebody saying uh, they now changed the one thing that didn't matter their name right so instead of changing all of the things that did matter they changed the one thing that didn't matter I personally don't think that it's equivalent to Google's parent company Alphabet. I, I don't think that adding Meta makes sense to us yet. Maybe it will. But I, irregardless of the name, if the focus is headed towards AR or VR, I will tell you that one of our kids bought some VR glasses or the headset, whatever, and plugged it into their, I think, into their PlayStation. But they were on it for multiple hours and then started throwing up. So it has some things that... Uh, wow. Really, well, yeah, because your eye is having a screen right up next to it, but mm -hmm. yet it's your brain is being told to focus on something far away. 
and mentally that causes some balance and some other uh, for for some people not everybody some issues with vertigo and nausea yep. and things and so it's just kind of like well maybe you should take that thing off then if you're having those kinds of problems right so anyway yep. it's just interesting to me that there are a lot of things about this that are interesting or exciting to companies but right now outside of the gaming world i'm not sure how much attention it's really getting i do think that similar to how they have really refined the ability to 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 look at and target based on your friends and what they like and what you look at you see things right that that match your likes and and so forth mm-hmm. And so I think when I try to imagine, well, what would I want to see in a VR headset, the group setting works if everybody has it. But if one person that you want to talk to doesn't have it, it doesn't work. Right. So I really think that AR augmented reality where you can see the world around you as opposed to vr where you're wearing goggles and you can't see the world around you right virtual reality is supposed to take you and transport you to some imaginary world ar allows you to have your existing real world augmented with other things like I could look at something and it could translate it for me then it becomes valuable to me whether or not you have it and if you and I both have it then there's an added benefit so I think I think that VR will quickly die compared to AR for that reason yep so I I think I think I agree so I think with Facebook and others out there looking at ways to monetize this and advertise in it they're going to want to be able to see what you see and then when you pass your eyes over a snickers bar they can show you an ad for snickers right or make it blink and and highlight it in some way that makes you ooh, i want that so i think that this will be ripe for advertising i w- would probably take them off if i were going into a store because it would become so distracting but anyway I, I really, I'm not happy with the name Meta, but I, I can understand why they're going that route, but it does kind of feel like a distraction. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we're going to see, or maybe at least in the beginning, what we're going to see a lot of is kind of like a rebirth of the old mid-early 1990s chat rooms you remember when oh, the internet was just becoming a thing and you know yeah. we used to be in there for hours just talking to random people and and you know everybody had all their 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 handles just out of the wall and that was back when hotmail was still a thing or you know was the email that you had at the time you know i think we're gonna see like a newer version of that except not on that scale that it was back in the early 90s but ultimately i feel like what the goal here is is it's going to be more like the movie ready player one yeah 
think that's where we're headed with this, especially as you were saying with the with the advertisements and being gaming. There, that's kind of two big things there where you know you're gonna be able to spend your real you know money for for these digital assets or uh, intangible items. So, right. That it, 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 like you said, I don't think we're gonna see a long life on this unless they can absolutely knock it out of the park to say hey this is a new normal and this is something that is going to change the world much like the internet did or the blockchain is doing now it has to be on that scale in order for it to actually succeed which i just don't see happening i'm sorry I'm not going to so be we'll into see. it myself, but we'll see. You know, we'll come back and if anything comes back to it. I, I think the price, the entry point price is around $300 now. And that's still pretty high if you can only wear it when you're plugged in. Yeah, it's if, considered like a gaming console or the price right. of a whole other gaming console is how I see right. it. Right. If, if I can put them on truly replacing my glasses and uh, if I have a prescription that's not really um, complicated maybe the right word yeah like a self-correcting that, vision that, uh, that adjustment my vision yes if it corrects my vision if it presents me with things that are helpful to me and if the battery life if you will or the ability to function remains on all day or you know at least is easy to quickly recharge and give me another four hours or something right if i put it on the charger for half an hour whatever whoever can come out with a device with the most usability the lightest weight that'll be extremely important we talked a little bit about before i weighed my glasses and they were like I don't know, 16 grams. <laughs> but, right. you know, if something's 180 grams, that's just way too heavy. But when you consider how heavy the current uh, headsets are that people are buying right now, they're, they're you know, 10 times that. And, mm-hmm. and that's another reason they can't keep them on their head for more than an hour. Then that's probably not going to reach mainstream. For my parents to buy it, for you to buy it, like everybody that listens to this podcast to buy it, they're going to have to make it 50 grams or less, in my opinion, something just amazingly light, right? It it won't be as light as other pairs of glasses, but it'll be light. And it'll come with all of these features and functionality. Whoever can do that, even if it's $499, people are going to find a way to buy them. But until that point, I think it's going to be more of a niche market. Yep, I'm right there with you. I really am, Seth. On to something lighter or, I guess, more positive. We haven't really covered Apple TV in a while, like shows that we're watching or anything like that. As we have mentioned before, I think that... You know, Ted Lasso, the second season just wrapped up. Have you watched that yet? You know, um, I really, I really 
only watched through the Christmas episode, I believe. I have not watched the rest of the season. I did see or read or hear that they had finished up, and actually Nielsen rated the season finale of Ted Lasso very highly watched by people. Mm-hmm. So I definitely need to go check that out. I've been watching Foundation. Okay. Yeah, so, I haven't checked that one out. I'm behind on a whole lot of shows right now, including sure. uh, the new ones that I wanted to start watching, like you were saying, like Foundation and The Morning Show. I'm only on like the second episode, I think, or something like that, second or third episode. So I'm way behind on that. And right. amongst other shows, you know, there's that are... I'm trying to think of what is on, you know, that network that hasn't finished up or wrapped up that that we have previously covered, you know, besides well, those. C was definitely one C. that I finished watching. That was yes. great. That was fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And all the way through every single episode, it went exactly where you thought it was going to go, and it was awesome. And that's what that's why I'm very not. So make sure you guys go check out C, and we'll get caught up on our shows and come back to it but you know as far as you know ted lasso is concerned i have watched it all the way through and i will say that they set up the whole entire third season perfectly okay they set it up perfectly and they don't know how they're going to do a third season of c i'm just going to say i don't know how how that's going to work but yeah there's definitely they're going to do all of those shows if they can they're just they're fantastic Yep, and I think we need four seasons of C at least, at the at very least. minimum. Oh, and, yeah. you know, with Ted Lasso being such a juggernaut, uh-huh. Jason Sudeikis has came out and said on numerous occasions that Ted Lasso is a four-season show. But they're already halfway through that time period, and right. this sucker is a juggernaut that is not going to be slowing down anytime soon. So they're either going to have to extend it and pay that man more than a million, more than the million dollars per episode that he's already making in order for it to get and use its lifetime. Basically, you know, they might be in in the going in the direction of seven or eight seasons. We don't know. You You know, know, do I I think think it's going to be that long? No, I think maybe five seasons, but that's it. I think COVID demonstrated that people are willing to wait even a year for new episodes of a show. Yep. I think that he needs some time off in order to spend time with family, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's really ultimately what it comes down to is he feels like he's doing too much. And if you're making a million dollars an episode, I'm pretty sure that you don't care about the money anymore. So if they were wanting him to continue making episodes, either a slow play where it's like, okay, we're going to do six episodes and then you're going to have six months off or Mm -hmm. something like that that plays more with a schedule than with money might actually be more i don't know attractive but we'll see i i yep. i personally yeah you know you want them to make you want them to make more episodes than they're making make make the show longer 
that uh, won't probably happen, but if they wanted we'll to see. drag this out a little farther, yeah. For All Mankind, fantastic. By the way, I was going to mention For All Mankind. If you enjoy that show... Which I did. Wanna, and you want to see... There was an episode of Scott Manley on YouTube does all these really nerdy talks about things but one of his episodes that I happened across was talking about what it would take for a space shuttle to get to the moon because in For All Mankind that's one of the things they do is they've got space shuttles flying to the moon so I thought that was really interesting because they talk about maybe uh, more more you know you gotta get your little helicopter hat on but uh, he he really does explain things in a way that I think is understandable to or, or more attainable to more people so I, I recommend listening to his uh, YouTube videos if you get a chance Scott Manley sure yeah definitely go check that out if uh, that is something that you are very interested if you in like that kind of stuff yeah yeah you know and you're heavy into that that's type of, that type of stuff for how you feel about you know going into space and NASA and if you feel about that how we feel about the apple ecosystem and all of our consumer apple devices then that's definitely something you should go and check out so next up tom hanks has another new movie out on apple tv plus that i haven't had a chance to watch it it's called finch but he kind of seems to be on a roll here with these movies where he's putting out a couple of movies a a year it seems yep. so far for the last you know two years apple on apple tv plus so have you watched it yet it's absolutely. called finch absolutely i thought that it was very well done i enjoyed it i would say that most people watching it will enjoy it i don't think well I'm not sure it's going to win any awards, but the actor that plays the robot, so you never actually see him. He's in the whole movie, uh -huh. but you don't see him. You see, in fact, really, there's nobody else in the movie other than Tom Hanks, a person. I'm not sure that it wins any awards, but the robot might win something for whether it was visual effects or or most you know i don't know what the category would be but it seemed believable sure motions uh, but at the same time it was almost too good <laughs> if that makes sense because you think oh a robot shouldn't have emotion it should be a robot right right and this robot definitely has emotion definitely has emotion and it almost made the movie less believable if you're suspending disbelief for a little bit mm -hmm. and saying, okay, yeah, he could build a robot in a day, no problem. <laughs> then Take the reality of it is what you're saying. Yeah, building a robot's one thing. Okay, we, I'm, I can pretend that that's possible at the level he did it at in, in a short period of time if he's really smart. But then on top of that, to make a robot and program emotion into it at the it just was like okay that's almost too much but it was really good and if you just ignore those things then the the robot could kind of steal the show a little bit in places so anyway really really good fun 
totally different than uh, Greyhound was, but very enjoyable. I actually think the movie Coda, and there's been some others on Apple TV Plus that maybe were better as far as maybe award worthy or whatever but i i've definitely noticed a couple things and, and one of them is that in these apple movies there's a desire to keep it at pg-13 or less so yep i have have not seen anything that would that would stray across into that r-rated boundary yet so i think yep. that'll be a newsworthy event when it happens sure happens. i believe it and if you guys have never heard uh, or seed trailer for Finch yet. It's the story of a man, a robot, and a dog. They form a family, basically, in an adventure. And basically, Tom Hanks's character is basically on a quest to, I guess, make sure that his dog, his pet dog, is going to be cared for after he dies. So kind of like a little bit like a, a reversal here, where normally Norman, uh, humans are going to outlive their dogs or their pets so it's kind of reverse on that so you want to make sure that his dog is taken care of so i'm sure it's definitely geared towards the family environment and i'm definitely gonna to have to check it out with my wife here probably we'll probably check it out this week because i don't think that we have a whole lot going on yeah it was one my wife wanted to see with me she was oh that does look good so yep i like it we've been on a roll so seth we've hit our 30 minute uh time period here that we that we try to aim for didn't really do any kind of a deep dives but i'm okay with that and sure, yeah. we could save it for you know another time but what i am going to do is i am going to take a article that i'm in the process of writing that i'm considering as our deep dive segment and i will be uh writing it as a post and sending it on to our facebook account and that is still at Weekly Tech Facts as I am in the process of communicating, to put it nicely, with Facebook on getting that name change as they have, I feel like they have not provided me a valid reason why they will not change it. And even though I already know that it's not taken already in the first place, but that's not on you guys also what i'm going to be doing is posting it to my linkedin page so make sure you guys go check that out the article is going to be about freemium services and premium services or apps that you guys pay for a one-time fee for switching to a monthly subscription based on that and so it's just going to give you guys some perspective and uh examples of you know companies that have done this and you know what to kind of expect and i think that it's definitely something that's going to be uh, we're going to see more of in the future. I think eventually we're going to see one-time purchases just completely gone, unless a big computer, uh, unless a big app developer company is is making it to where they can afford to charge a one-time charge, like Adobe, for instance. The company, you know, they would be Absolutely. ones that you could do that. So uh, make sure you guys go check out my personal LinkedIn page. It is. Uh, Joshua Dash Linen on LinkedIn. I'll have I have new episode details on there every week. Plus this weekly post I put last week's episode on there as well. I'll do the same on this one. Seth, do you have anything else today, sir? 
Do you know what the poetic justice system's phrase is? Uh oh. If you can't do the time, don't do the rhyme. Oh, that's good. I like that one. I'm gonna have to uh, put that one up somewhere. Can't poetic do the time. Justice. Yep. <laughs> don't do oh the rhyme. man, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, as always, guys, make sure that you go follow us on Twitter. That's kind of the best way to communicate with us, to be honest with you, uh, in an open public forum. I'm definitely on there with, you know, all a lot of the YouTubers that we follow, uh, watch their shows to keep up with. I'm definitely conversing with them on a weekly basis. So make sure you go follow us on Twitter at uh, Apple Tech Facts. Give us that review in iTunes so we can climb up the charts and get better search ratings and then eventually move into a position where you know we can monetize and you know and grow this sucker out the way that we know that we can and last thing but certainly not least thanks for your time that's the apple tech facts